What is going on? It's Monday night, 7.30 Eastern. You know what time it is. It's time to bet your ass. Brought to you by First Financial Bank and Sean Nugent, the rock star realtor. Raphael, what's happening, brother? Not much. What's going on with you? Oh, you know, let me just start the show off right. Let's show you the last play <laughs> of the wonderful Saturday night double overtime win by the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. Whoop, whoop. Little couple Chris Berman whoops in there. And then it's game over, folks. That's right. The ass bet his ass and hit pretty good. Yeah, congratulations on uh, on Notre Dame. I mean, a big win, but again, Clemson missing some pieces on defense. No Trevor Lawrence, and people think that it's a, a shoe in for Notre Dame. I mean, they still have two tough road games. They're at North Carolina. They're at Boston College this week, and then they close off the season at Wake Forest. And then you figure in the ACC championship, most likely it's going to be Clemson again, and most likely it's going to be Trevor Lawrence and those missing pieces. So hey, big win. Uh, for the team, for Notre Dame, but it's not over yet. You still have three tough road games and most likely Trevor Lawrence again. Oh, yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. And when the rankings came out, if you didn't notice uh, before, I posted my rankings for the top ten Sunday morning before the, the press and the AP and the coaches poll came out. Top four was identically to mine. I, I thought I didn't think Notre Dame deserved number one. You know, Alabama's still there. They didn't play. They get bumped up to number one. But they did, in fact, um, jump Ohio State, which they should have, uh, by them beating number one. And nice to see Georgia is not in the top ten. Yeah, I mean, it's, they look pathetic. I mean, we, we, we talked about it before. They're, uh, they just don't have an offense. I mean, their defense uh, was very, very stagnant uh, in that game against Florida. So Florida put up a big number. Keep an eye out for the Gators. I know they have one loss, but uh, they could jump over – uh, some teams uh, like Texas A&M, but I'm sorry. I know people are going to probably hate me for saying this, but BYU going to Boise and dominating that game on Friday, they're a perfect 8-0. Uh, and 0. Their defense is unbelievable. They got a quarterback that's probably going to get some Heisman names. I mean, he's not going to win it, but his name is going to be up there. If they continue to uh, uh, play really, really good ball. I got to give love to the two teams that are undefeated, Cincinnati and BYU. Lots of love for BYU. Going to Boise, I've been to that state of the blue turf. That's a tough place to play. That's a tough place to get a victory. And BYU looked it, made it look really, really, really easy. Uh, yeah, they did. Um, I do not understand. Granted, I know they're not in a Power 5 conference and all this, that, and the other. But BYU and Cincinnati are undefeated. They've went – it's not just 3-0 and or 1-0 like a lot of people say Oregon should be in the top ten. Don't see why. They've played one game. It wasn't a blowout, so you got to deal with it. Um, you know, I think that honestly I don't think Texas A&M should be fifth. I think uh, Cincinnati uh, should take that fifth spot for right now. And to me, play and show us that you belong or don't. That's yeah, the I, I agree. So it's, it should be it – was a, it was a really good Saturday. It was a, for me – I mean, it was a, a good football weekend just because I had a very, very, very long week as from Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, and still dealing with all that. So uh, it was a good football week. I had a, a close buddy of mine back in uh, back in, the, in Vegas in the casinos that I worked for 20-plus years passed away. So it was just a good weekend for me of football, seeing some great matchups. 
Notre Dame playing on, on yesterday. No one's talking about the great matchup we had on the 325 Eastern Standard Time between Miami and Arizona because the whole other world had to pretty much watch Pittsburgh and Dallas. But uh, it was a good weekend, like I said. Okay, let me ask you, since you brought it up, the Steelers and the Cowboys, how did the books do on that game alone? Uh, we did okay on it. It wasn't one of the bigger bet games. Uh, we, we got crushed on some teasers, teaser bets on it and parlays, of course. Uh, we're really dead. Uh, I, I Right now, if the Jets score a touchdown where we're on here, I might do backflips or, or stuff like that because we're big J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets fans tonight because we have a lot of liability on teasers and Moneyline parlays with New England. A lot of three-teamers with the, with the uh, Packers, Pittsburgh, and New England going tonight. So uh, I can guarantee you uh, we're going to be uh, rooting for, uh, like I said, J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 with Joe Flacco down the center. Yeah, like I said at the beginning, I'm not touching this game. Half, If I were to bet my ass, I would take the Jets and the points, and I originally thought the under at first. Then I started realizing, wait a minute, they got the receivers back. It's not going to be under. I'm a, I would pick over, and then all of a sudden I did notice about 30 minutes ago the numbers started going up. Um, the over-under rose to, I believe, what is it now, 42 and a half? Yes. And it was, I think at one time it was like 38. Uh, it opened up at 41. It, it floated around 40. We never had it past 40, but it's now 42. Um, there's no more 42s and a half. So it pretty much those went, go, those went away uh, this afternoon. Okay. Okay. Tom so, thinks the Jets. Tom thinks the Jets are going to win. I guess Tom's drinking heavily right now. <laughs> Tom is must have a really good bet in his ass bet in tonight. <laughs> I know. He hey, I gotta. I gotta ask those those uh, promos you did at the beginning with the go karts and all that. I didn't know you can throw axes and, and can a six foot four guy fit in one of those go karts and drive around if I come visit. Uh yes, you can. There, they the seats adjust and the pedals adjust as well. Okay, that's good to know. So if uh, I ever can get it. Perfect. When you come to visit here in Indy, we will go to SIK. Or if we want to take a trip down to Daytona where we were a couple weeks ago where they just opened that one up, I'd more than gladly uh, race you there and beat you. Uh, I, I can guarantee you you will beat me. <laughs> I hate driving in, with a passion. I can't stand If I was rich, I would have a butler and I would have a driver because I am the worst, worst driver and I hate driving so you would probably lap me not once not twice but three times i don't know man i don't know you know i'm not the greatest <laughs> ask my wife i am a horrible driver you will lap me more than once <laughs> okay well i'll take your word for that sir i promise i will kind of staying on the nfl i know we're gonna get to some futures here but i got one quick thing uh to to talk about and discuss so you said the books weren't too bad on the Steelers-Cowboys game because there wasn't a lot of betting on that game. What were – I would I would say what were the top two bookie bets for you guys over the weekend and maybe the top against the books bet that happened this weekend? One of the bigger bet games uh, was that when I mentioned Dolphins-Cardinals. I mean, that one opened up four and a half, closed at six and a half. And I did see some folks open up or close it like cl around seven. I don't know how long those sevens 
were around, but they had seven. So Miami winning on that one helped us uh, helped us huge on that one. And then one that we got crushed on. I shouldn't say crushed because a lot of people had Seattle, but everyone was betting the over in that game. I mean, just because of what the defense has shown on both sides of the ball, Seattle and Buffalo. And, and I mentioned it to a lot of uh, media's. Uh, that I did throughout the week yesterday. That I like Buffalo plus the points as a home dog. I, I, I Seattle has not shown me that they can beat a team on defense. They can beat you on offense, but they and it just showed me that the Bills put up 44 points. Uh, and Josh Allen again looked like he could be an MVP candidate. If he plays Seattle, he's gonna MVP candidate. He would throw for 400 over 400 yards three TDs, that Seattle's defense is horrendously bad. So uh, those are the two ones that we probably got beat up, I would think, the most. Uh, well, I beat the bookie on that one because I took the Bills' money line. Yeah, yeah a, lot of Seattle, a lot of Seattle bets came in. Uh, the Vikings was, was another one that we got. Uh, a, lot of people, a lot of people bet in Minnesota on that one. Matt Patricia, he's going to get fired after Thanksgiving. He's, he'll make be a Black Friday uh, 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 candidate to be unemployed. He's calling it now, folks. Matt Patricia gone by Black Friday. Black Friday. <laughs> On Black Friday. He's going to wake up to go shopping and say, nope. Need nope. Playbook in the keys, sir. Credit card denied. <laughs> uh, let's see. Bill, I was wondering, did the Panthers lose you guys a lot of money? or Because I couldn't understand how in the hell that happened, honestly. Yeah, I mean, we had some uh, wise guy actually came in on Carolina. Joe Public was betting Kansas City with parlays and stuff like that. So it was kind of a wash. I think we lost a little bit on it because, like I said, the wise guys were betting that. And let's talk about Carolina. Three and six, That was that's a mental win right there because you hit the reset button with a rookie with a rookie head coach, a rookie offensive coordinator, signing Teddy Bridgewater, uh, and then you lose a lot of pieces on defense. Uh, Christian McCaffrey has not played. He did play yesterday, but got hurt. He has some ribs and shoulder injuries, so he's questionable this week. And the show that the competitiveness of, of, of hanging around with Kansas City and should have won that game, I, I got to give hats off to Carolina because I thought they were going to hit the reset button and, and be mediocre or, or downward. So uh, hats off three and six and then almost beating a Super Bowl champ. That's a, that's a big victory for a young team. Yeah, Bridgewater's definitely fighting and showing that he belongs in the quarterback position, or starting quarterback position, I should say. Uh, all right, let's jump on to – before we get to the futures, let's jump back to the college. I want to ask you one thing. With IU beating Michigan, is IU a top-10 football team, or is Michigan and Penn State that – obnoxiously bad this year i don't want to say obnoxiously bad penn state lost a lot of key players because of covid and decided to opt out and not play uh so i want to say not bad in the end it was i don't want to say really good last year but they played really good football last year they had some games that they should have won that they gave away in the fourth i just wasn't sold on michigan this year i just wasn't sold on penn state just because i knew what they were missing uh, and I just don't think John uh, Harbaugh is going to be around in college this year. So uh, it's a great win for Indiana, no disregard. But I'm sorry, it wasn't Ohio State. It wasn't going to Camp Randall and beating the Badgers. It wasn't an SEC team or an AC, a top ACC. Great win for Indiana. Uh, hold the brakes, your top 10, what an AP. I think any coaches, I don't know if you're – I know AP, Indiana's top 10. I don't, I don't have the coaches poll. 
I think uh, they're both. Me. I think they're both actually in tenth in both polls. But a big, big, big win. Now can it continue that? I think that's it's going to be very interesting. I'm, I, I've been sold on Indiana for the past couple of years. So, so I think it's just been uh, uh, fun to watch them because let's face it, we all know Indiana's a, a basketball school. So seeing a basketball school, that's why I always cheer for those schools of, you know, Duke's football team and North Carolina's football team and all that. But uh, hats off to Indiana. That's a big, a big win. Well, the one is sitting here well, he's sitting at home watching us right now. He's a big Go Blue fan. He hasn't been too happy either this year. So, you know, I guess as long if I played Michigan this year, it would make me feel better since I don't have to wait another 12 years before Notre Dame actually grows the balls enough to play a big team like that. But this year they are in the ACC and they were forced to play Clemson. So, We'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, Big Blue is going to be in trouble, especially I think uh, some recruits are probably not going to stick. Uh, they, they may may bow out of the thing because I, there's no way Harbaugh comes back no, after these. I, I told Damon and his wife um, right, I mean, towards the end of the game Saturday, I said, this will be Harbaugh's last game as coach. And I'm surprised, honestly, that he's lasting throughout. The no, season. they'll stay. They, they won't let him go. They'll, he'll he'll finish the rest of the season. There's no way to don't let him finish the rest of the season. But yeah, he's there's no way. And I think he takes a couple years off. I would not be shocked if he goes to the booth uh, somewhere or goes on TV. But uh, that's gonna him leaving is probably gonna take Michigan at least probably two to three years backwards. Hmm. Uh, well, and find somebody. There's Sorry, really, Damian. I can't think of anybody out there that you would want to bring in right now to even if you let him go at the end of the season, I don't know who's going to be out there to take over. So yes, I guarantee, I guarantee and uh, totally agree with that statement that they're going to take a seat back for a couple of years. Uh, future bets, college top four. Who do you got right now? If you were to pick four teams to be in that playoff here in the mid December, well, when it's announced in December, who's your four teams? Well, uh, well, first of all, Damian said he can't wait for basketball season. It's going to be a long season for Michigan, I think, in basketball as well, Damian, because uh, let's face it, though, you got Iowa that's going to be really good. Michigan State's going to be really good. And keep an eye out for the fighting Illini uh, in Big Ten college hoops. So uh, sorry, Damian, but it might be a long season for gold blue basketball as well. But for college football, I mean, let's face it, I think one and two is going to be uh, Alabama, and Ohio State uh, will be my will be my for sure. And I just don't see Ohio State uh, flipping up. Clemson will be there, and I think the fourth spot is still going to be open. I, I'm not giving it to Notre Dame because of those three out of four road games. Uh, they have to close it off and then playing uh, uh, Clemson. The only thing I have to say with Notre Dame, they can afford to lose it against Clemson in the ACC as long as Florida has more than one loss or. Uh, I don't think Cincinnati and BYU would jump them if they stay undefeated, if they still have one loss. Uh, but I don't think Notre Dame can st stick around if they have two losses. I'm going to put in right now, just because what I saw on the offensive side, I'm going to put Florida as my as my last spot. I just don't think Notre Dame – I think Notre Dame has a hiccup with one of those three teams. I would not be shocked if North Carolina uh, nips them. Uh, and then they lose to Clemson. So I'm going to put Florida, but I would love to see Cincinnati BYU. Don't get me wrong. Or Liberty. Hey, Liberty beat Virginia Tech. <laughs> They're still undefeated. Give it to Liberty, baby. 
That is true, man. A lot of people, uh, I saw a lot of people on betting uh, groups on Facebook and stuff talking about how many people bet Liberty. But, you know, did you really? Because all I'm seeing is, yeah, I won this, I won that. Show your card. <laughs> Coastal Carolina, the Chanceliers are still undefeated as well. Maybe they could be. Here's my, okay, let me rewrite my top four. Alabama, uh -oh. Ohio State, Liberty, and Coastal Carolina. Now, I don't know, but I know Vegas is this legalized marijuana now. So, folks, I don't know what he's on, if it's just <laughs> a lot of adrenaline or what. But, man, this guy's off his rocker tonight. Raphael, you're going crazy on me. <laughs> I'm still suffering from Tuesday and Wednesday of last week. <laughs> <laughs> totally understandable on that. Now let's move to the NFL futures. Uh, I'll let you start off on this because you've been, you've been wanting to talk. Yeah, I just think there's uh, there's some interesting situations now, especially on divisions that still have, I think, some really good value. I mean, you could still get the Saints minus $2 to win the NFC North. They're two games up on Tampa Bay now. I, I just don't see them hickering. They, they got healthy. If their defense plays like they did last night, they're not only NFC South winners, they're NFC contenders and maybe representing the NFC uh, in the Super Bowl, if they if that defense plays at, 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 like we saw last night, I think the Seattle Seahawks they're minus two sixty. The Rams are plus four twenty five. There's still a nice live feed in, in that division. I'm not sold on Seattle. I mean, they've the, the Arizona showed how to beat them. Buffalo showed how to beat them. And, and I, if you're going to tell me that the Rams defense can maybe win some close games or battle them out. I would not be shocked if that's the case, but AFC Championship, I think getting the Pittsburgh Steelers at plus 275, I think is still really, really good value. I know they're undefeated. I know no team has been 8-0 and that's ever won the Super Bowl. But if you got plus 275, that's a great hedge ticket. If it's Pittsburgh and Kansas City in the playoffs, you're not going to get a money line bet plus 275. Uh, on that one so it's a nice hedge bet uh, on that one i think that's really really good value and in the nfc i think there's some opening uh, invitations you can still get the saints three to one i mean that's a big statement win that you just got yesterday we all saw seattle can have hiccups am i sold on green bay no their defense is still pretty pathetic right now they're both of them are plus 425 and then here's another one i'll throw out the rams to win the nfc 14 to one now, if you could just get in the playoffs and maybe just win one playoff game, now you have a ticket where you can start hedging off and try to get that money back that you put dollars on. If you put $100, let's say, on the Rams, you're going to win back 1400 And now all of a sudden there may be six-point underdogs uh, in the playoffs. You can hedge that ticket and still come out maybe plus $400 uh, on that essential ticket that you only bought it for $100. So, uh, there's some good value in, in playoffs right now. We're halfway there. And that's why I want to talk about it because we're halfway there right now through the season. There's some money still to be made uh, in some of these close races. If you look at schedules and you look how the teams are performing right now. It's going to get interesting. I mean, you look at the NFC East, for example, it's kind of making me nervous, honestly, because we do not, the Eagles, we do not have the uh, the most luxurious looking few weeks ahead and then no. like we talked about last week you have to play washington the last game of the season and i can honestly see them potentially pushing for the division win i don't want to have that happen god knows i don't want it to happen 
I mean, the Eagles, you, you guys are in a bad spot because your next two road games, your the first year for that, your next three games, two of them are on the road and against Cleveland and then it's against Green Bay. So, I mean, right there is not favorable. And then you're then the Seattle comes to your your home turf. And, I mean, granted, we both, if, we, if Philly can get rolling and put some points on the board early, I think we and you both can agree can win that game. Uh, at home with Seattle, as long as Santa Claus ain't there, and you guys are throwing uh, batteries and snowballs at them, but yeah, your schedule is is going to be really, really tough. And then, what in December or sometime in December, you have to play the Saints. The Saints come in your backyard. You got the Saints. Um, it's it's just. I mean, you you end the you're going to end the year with two out of the last three weeks being division rivals in uh, New York and Washington. I think we played Dallas the week before. We play. It might be New Orleans. Let's put it this way: your next five, game, your next five games, you'll be underdogs in probably all five of them. That's including Seattle, probably coming in your backyard. I would probably make Seattle a small, uh, a small road favorite. You're uh, you're not going to be favorites in Cleveland. You're not going to be favorites at Green Bay, and you're not going to be favorites uh, when the Saints come in town. Uh, they'll probably be a solid two or three point favorite. So your next five games, you can be underdogs. Yeah, I mean, hey, we played with uh, we played like underdogs a lot. We played as underdogs, but we don't have the same team and the same mindset as we did in 2017. Now let's move away from the suck teams. Let's look. <laughs> let's talk about the uh, MVP race. I want to ask you something. I know everybody's talking about Mahomes and Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson. I want to ask your opinion on Big Ben. 25 to 1. I mean, I'm looking at that and I'm thinking that may not be a good bet or may not be a bad bet to put in. You know what? He's not a bad bet because uh, hypothetically, if they go 16 and 0, it's, it's going to be because. The Steelers defense won and Big Ben won B. But you know what's an also really good bet as well? And, 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 and that's just if you've got money to burn, I think. Alvin Kamara is 10,000 to 1. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a quarterback. I think me and you both can agree it'll yeah. most likely be a quarterback. But I'm sorry. Alvin Kamara is the reason why they have W's of when, when Michael Thomas was out and their right receiver core was out and their defense was playing horrible. Uh, it was because of him. But. Yeah, Big Ben, I think that's a really, 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 really good bet at at 25 to 1. I mean, we have Russell Wilson plus 120, Patrick Mahomes 2 to 1, Aaron Rodgers 5 to 1. I think that could be a good ticket if they could uh, pull off some victories and not have any some bad losses. Uh, Kyler Murray 14 to 1, Drew Brees 25 to 1. Dalvin Cook has made some ground up. He was in the 10,000 range and now he's 33 to 1. Uh, he's the reason why Minnesota's winning, and he might be the reason why they leapfrog Chicago in a big way and battle Green Bay for that division. Very possible. And I'm looking at the the you know the the order of the MVPs right now and the odds, I should say. I gotta ask an odds better. Why do we have like somebody like Saquon Barkley still up there getting some decent odds? You know he's not gonna be able to play. Uh, I think we have him off the board right now. I, I have to double check okay. on that one. Okay. But we're that greedy. We, we're, we're that greedy. We want that one kid that doesn't know it. Mom, can I borrow twenty dollars? I want to put right. on Saquon Barkley. Hey, why not? If you get you get it where you can, right? In the, best yeah. world, the odds maker world, Vegas, take my money. 
<laughs> Why not? That's how we roll in the LV. It is. It is. I just I'm looking at the list and I'm looking at you know like you said quarterback 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 quarterback, and then the first one is Derrick Henry as a running back. That's a non quarterback. I think that. I think the odds makers and let's put this put us nicely. I think the odds makers know what they're doing and they're doing it very well with putting him where he's at right now because I think a lot of people could put some money on him and it could really go, do well for you guys on that end. Yeah, I mean, in the beginning of the season, he, he was getting a lot of action t- tickets written. And then, uh, you know, MVP is also how your record goes. Unless you're having a monster, monster season. Uh, unless you're like the Chicago Cubs with Andre Dawson having a monster season and had a horrible record and they gave him the MVP. Uh, it's not most. It's not like that uh, when it comes to football. I mean, I think those back-to-back losses to uh, AFC uh, North Division Steelers and, and losing to Cincinnati, I think that really hurt his chances uh, on MVP. Granted, he's probably the main reason why. And no one gives any Ryan Tannehill any love. I, I think he's a great game management. He doesn't do those stupid stuff. So I think uh, I think that's why he doesn't get that much because if you're going to give him love, you have to give Tannehill love as well. You do. And, you know, I'm not opposed to it because, like you said, is he a great you know, a top 10 quarterback, top five quarterback? No. But is he putting numbers up? Yes. Is he is he the reason that they've gotten some wins? Maybe once or twice. But you take Derrick Henry away from that offense, you completely take Tannehill out of his game, he's going to throw away too much, and he wouldn't be where he is now. I'll, th- I'll throw in another future that just got very interesting with that big road win for Miami. Offensive rookie of the year. Joe Burrow, Hubert, and now Tua. I mean, so you have to put – I mean, if Tua continues to play every game and they continue to win, he's going to have a better record than the Bengals. He's going to have a better record than the Chargers. Uh, and if they make it to the playoffs, I mean, you, you would have to probably look at Tua. I mean, right now I have Justin Hubert as my uh, rookie offensive player of the year, Joe Burrow number two, but – uh, Tua, that was a big. Tua didn't win his first game. Tua won the game yesterday. He did, but do you think that Jonathan Taylor could be a non-quarterback getting the rookie of the year, offensive no. rookie of the year? No, no, no. even no. if let's let's hypothetically, I would give it to Chase Claypool before I gave it to Jonathan Taylor. I like it being an indie guy. Damon likes it being a Steelers guy. But if I'm yeah, would, money. I'm not going to give it to Claypool because my money's not going on Claypool. Claypool, if if you're going to do – well, granted, hold on here. If you go 16-0, and 0, I think – go, Yeah, if you go 16-0, and 0, but, I mean, he's he's not the main reason. I mean, no. if if the Dolphins make it to the playoffs – Oh, two's two got it. Yeah, then I think you're going to have a very, very interesting conversation on, on, on the three quarterbacks, Burrow, uh, Hubert, and uh, Tua, because everyone just was giving give it to Joe Burrow, and then all of a sudden Taylor gets hurt, uh, Hubert's time, and he uh, shows pocket presence and has a great arm in, in L.A., and now Tua winning two games in a big road victory in Arizona. Do you give him the win the first week? Because he didn't no. actually start. No. Okay. I gave so I'll he's kind of like the save. He's the save guy in that yeah, game. Yeah, he got the save. Okay. They brought him. They brought the lefty in the Lakers. Like, they did. They did. Did the hat thing. Yeah, they did the hat thing. Quick. Uh, here's a quick uh, on the spot odds for you. Between the three rookie quarterbacks that we named, 
Who's going to have a better career? I mean, you don't I'm have to actually throw odds on it, but let me hear your thoughts. I'm going to say Hubert. I just like the way the Chargers will probably build a team around it, and they have Bosa on defense, so they're going to have an all-around better team. Uh, Tua, I still have – I see him. I was watching him play yesterday, and I still have that injury in the back of my head. So every time he was running, I had that <laughs> that eek moment. So I think that's why I'm going to give it to Hubert. And no disrespect to Joe Burrow. He's going to be an outstanding player, but he's in Cincinnati. There's nothing around him. Yeah. There's nothing around him. I agree with that as far as uh, Burrow. I think who's got the more ta- who's got the most talent out of those three? It would be between Burrow and Hubert. That's really close. I would have to give one and one A. I think right now, since Burrow has played more and what he did in college, I would have to give him one A and then Hubert one B. Okay. All right. Do you have any more futures on the NFL that you want to throw out tonight? No, I mean, but uh, don't forget the. We'll, we'll talk about this really quickly, but because uh, I, I think it's, I believe it's going to get lost in this weekend. Is the Masters? I yeah. mean. I, I understand game day is going to be at the Masters on Saturday, but I can guarantee you once they, they put their picks on and, and Kershaw puts the helmet on, they're going to be watching football because and, 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 it's going to be on a Saturday. Tiger Woods could be out by then. If Tiger Woods is not in the hunt, if he does not have a red polo on on Sunday or in a hunt on Saturday, I'm sorry. Uh, it's going to be overshadowed by college football. And then on Sundays, but it could be just buried in the yeah. NFL. The Masters will need Tiger Woods in the hunt if they want if they want to surpass football. I mean, he's 35-1 to 1 to win the Masters uh, right now. Uh, DeChembo, 8-1. to 1, Rahm and Justin Thomas and Roy McIlroy are both uh, minus uh, 1,000 or plus, uh, plus uh, 10-1. I, I, I love the Masters. Don't get me wrong. I'm not dogging on golf. I'm, I'm not saying golf stinks. But the NASCAR got buried last week with the last race because of football. Uh, and I just have a feeling. I know it's at the Masters, but I just have a feeling if Tiger's not in a hunt, it's going to get buried. Well, I will bet my ass on Tiger not making it to the final day, not making it through the final cut on Saturday, If not that, if not before, I should say. I'm looking at Patrick Cantlay at 25 to one, taking the Masters and wearing the green jacket. I think I like that. I mean, it's a nice play. I, I, I don't probably play DJ. I like Dustin Johnson. I think I think it's his time to get the green uh, to get the green jacket. So I, that'd be one of my uh, probably ones, and maybe even Justin Thomas. Now the thing uh, that scares me is we all know that DeChambeau, when he's on, he's on. Oh he's yeah, he's on. He has to have, for anybody else this weekend, he has to have some type of just minor tweak off to give anybody else a chance. Yeah, and then for your bet, Tiger Woods to make the cut, minus 325 to miss the cut, plus 250. Plus 250 on which cut? The last cut? Yeah, the first cut. So if he doesn't make the week, doesn't make the weekend. Okay, yeah, well, there's only, yeah, there is only one cut on the Masters, right? Okay. Yeah, so he, he he'll be on my couch Saturday watching golf with me, okay. and football and football. I don't think he makes a cut. I think he misses. I think so too, and I think I'm gonna bet my ass on that. Raphael, tell everybody where they can find you, at, brother. You can find me on Twitter at VSI Doc Sports. You can find me on Instagram at Raphael Esparza. You can find me over at MyBookie.ag. You can also find me over at DocSports.com. And if you go to my MyBookie.ag. Put that promo code BWSports1 
when you're signing up to get a 100% deposit match up to $1,000. Why not bet your ass with my bookie? I know. Why not? I mean, you get golf this weekend. You have some boxing this weekend. You have UFC this weekend. You have a, a, a full-blown of international friendly matches and soccer. And you know what? College basketball is just around the corner. The 25th, it, te- it tees off. So don't forget college basketball. just around the corner. Right, that's right. Next week, we might have to talk about that tip-off of the NCAA. Gonzaga, number one team in the country in the AP. Won't last long. Won't last long. Raphael, save it for next week, sir. It's been fun as always. This has been Bet Your Ass with Raphael Esparza, powered by First Financial Bank, 317-417-8582. Call John today for all your banking essentials and accessories 317-417-8582 and the rock star realtor mr sean nugent buying or selling a home talk to sean at talk to tucker today 317-503-8322 rafael as always it's been fun we will see you next week right back here at bw sports one take it easy have a fantastic week peace